<sighs> what video game should Uwe Boll have done next? Or Uwe Boll, sorry, I should have used the correct pronunciation that we've subsequently learned. Uh, I, I'm pretty happy with any sort of movie uh, video game that um, is fourth wall breaking enough, which attempts to yeah. murder the director, the arts director. <laughs> I don't quite know what that, that is, but uh, it be... maybe it's some indie game. <laughs> or Deadpool the game? Is that too confusing to have Uwe Boll adapt Deadpool the game into a, back into a movie? And then my... Deadpool just murders Uwe Boll and his team. Yeah, my concern is that we he even gets even close to that. To, that, um, to the <laughs> yeah. Deadpool. Legitimacy. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe like Undertale or something? Because he probably wouldn't yeah. understand oh, wow. it. And the fans are so <laughs> rabid that they might actually kill him. Um, <laughs> they might finally rally. Yeah. That tune plays. Honestly. <laughs> Did you know this this movie was released on January 6th? So it'd actually be something appropriate to riot about. Um, <laughs> wow, what a terrifying forebodings of the <laughs> bloody nature of January the 6th. Oh, God, the man is literally a visionary. <laughs> In the worst possible oh, ways. Yeah. Truly everything he... So it, he's like the reverse Midas. <laughs> I feel like if Nostradamus really packaged his prophecies in just the most ab- abhorrent material possible, it's like, <laughs> wow, you know, this awful, like, pornographic mag thing actually really does predict the future. I'm not interested enough to check you on that. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure whatever the future has. No, it's a terrible, terrible <laughs> glimpse into the future. It's dark and brooding. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It says I, you're going to get hit by a car now. That's fine, mate. I'll... I, I don't care. It's fine. I'd rather not pick up Uwe Boll. Whatever. <laughs> Future Namacon. podcast that would sooner rot in your dungeon than sit at your table. I'm Paul, the King of the Vampires, and with the Halloween episode finally out of the way, it's back into Recommendations Month. And where better to start than with the thinking man's role to caster, Christopher Bond! Hello, that is I. I am him. He (laughs) is me. Sure is. Tell us about your works and deeds on this earth. Apparently I'm the thinking man's role to caster, which is... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is Chris Bond. I'm a podcaster director for both theatre and film, uh, mm. and uh, the podcast that I work on predominantly is Roll to Cast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast which examines new role-playing games, uh, not the Dragon game, but many others, and we uh, play yes. them with some good people, with some excellent music, and try and tell compelling stories using the systems that we're introduced to, with the settings as well. So a good Absolutely. role-playing fun time. Absolutely, that's such a good and concise description of, of that. The of what you man's guys did. <laughs> thinking man's absolutely. There we you are. You should have heard what we got out of Sean when he was on. It was just screaming, and moaning, violent. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Just he loves those. You know, things. powerful. Oh yeah. But, uh, absolutely he's the emotive man. Comprehend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the emotional man's role to cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, well, dude. Chris has offered us Keegan's gratitude, or so it's Kagan, isn't it? Kagan. Um, He's offered us Kegel's uh, gratitude or Kagan's wrath by forcing us to plummet the absolute depths of Uva Bowl once again. 
It's his 2005 video game adaptation, Blood Rain. A father. A daughter. A mighty leader. She could be the end. The beginning of the world as we know it. A prophet. A young hero. A guardian. A land ruled by evil. A secret society of Avengers. This is the headquarters of the Brimstone Society. I do not intend to stop fighting for a second. Will the world be ruled by light or darkness? Prepare to witness the beginning of the new era. Blood Rain. The adventure begins. Yes, this is Bowl's third video game adaptation after House of the Dead and the previously OGT'd Alone in the Dark. Um, have you seen either? No, no, fortunately. Ah, <laughs> yes, very fortunately. Um, now, the screenplay was by American Psycho co-writer Genevieve Turner. Uh, speaking in the documentary Tales from the Script, Turner described working with Bowl, saying that she turned in the scrappy first draft two weeks late, listing a, tor- a torrent of abuse from Bowl over the phone, and was amazed that rather than just uh, receive feedback and then you know work on subsequent drafts, uh, he accepted it and started filming. He- he's a working man. He's got to get to work. Is it? He's got to get to work, you know? It's two weeks late. He expected to have it done by now. <laughs> two weeks late is not good enough. We've got to get to work. I've hired these actors, and there's nothing I can do. Nothing. My hands are tied. Here they are. I actually Real sent you the wrong script. Director. We're filming it. We're, we're filming it right now. All of, all of the script that you sent us, immediately straight onto the cast. <laughs> Turner has suggested that only about 20% of her screenplay was actually used. The rest is pure bowl. There's nothing in pure. the world worse than anything being pure bowl. Oh god. He's like Mike Lee in a sense. He just he meets with his actors, he crafts the characters, and then he just sees what happens, you know, in the moment. That's certainly Except a the description that you've chosen to do there. Um, <laughs> that's a comparison. Uh, Absolutely. One. Yeah. Uh, put that on twitter.com and see what happens, I think. Is, uh, and see into what happens. The, the film world and see what see what happens. <laughs> Hey, it's a whole new era for Twitter, and I feel like my opinions are going to be more welcome than ever now. I think everyone's are. (laughs) Regardless of their quality, just like this film. (laughs) Sheer anarchy. Twitter is not like an Uva Bowl set. (laughs) Oh, God. So, yes, star of the film and very welcome returning OGT star, Billy Zane, hunky hunky Billy Zane, uh, said that Bowl has totally made his mark and put the naysayers and critics to rest with this film. And you know, that kind of mutual respect can really make a big difference to a film. After the movie flopped, Uwe Boll blamed Billy Zane and sued him for $700,000. Cool. Hey. What a thing to yes. do. What a thing to do. Zane apparently uh, recommended the distributors and was involved in the distributors uh, for the American release. And then apparently they promised to send, put it in like 2,000 theaters, but they only put it in like 700. And so he held Billy Zane personally responsible and tried to sue him. Right. That's a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> absolutely. I'm sure absolutely was not done just to raise headlines, which he will do at any cost. Yes. It's sure any fucking cost. seems that way. <laughs> Terrible human being. Let's just be honest. Absolutely awful man. Um, speaking of awful men, critics uh, felt that the, film f- the film's form was weak and lacking in passion. Roger Moore, no, not that one, at Orlando Sentinel, said, Who is Uwe Boll? And why does he hate moviegoers so? A German <laughs> hack? <laughs> why? Why is this? Who is this man and his vendetta? <laughs> if I ever, ever was described as that uh, by any any person, 
as, as, <laughs> as a working director, as a working director, if anyone was yeah. like, who is this Chris Bond and why does he hate theatre goers or film goers or TV goers or YouTubers or any any anything that I have touched, I would be as, like barely asleep at night looking at the ceiling going, oh, I've ruined my entire life. This is it. This is terrible. <laughs> why does he hate us so? I've, Who hurt I've this man? Done such harm. I don't think it well, has has a minute of self reflection like I might, but there you go. I'll oh, compare God. myself to him. Is there any reviews that are glowing? Um, I think it had like four percent. So four percent of critics liked this movie. Whoa. I did not examine very closely that four percent, but you know, coincidentally, four percent of uh, movie critics are serial killers. So. Yes, that is statistically yeah. accurate. <laughs> Uh, the public, meanwhile, would not stop throwing things at me. Uh, Serenity Lewis, in a five-star review for Google, says, I was named after this movie. Rain is my middle name. Oof. Oh, dear. Fucking <laughs> Christ. Woof. Maybe this is like all those kids who got called, like, Daenerys or um, Khaleesi yeah. or something. It's like, maybe these people, like, named their kids in the first five minutes of the movie and didn't stay to see how it panned out. Oh, even the first five minutes? I, I feel like <laughs> you should have better sense than that. I think maybe they... They played the video game and were like, oh, Maybe. The, mo- people know movies. Way, they judge video games way harsher <laughs> than they judge movies. It's, way, it's okay to yeah. be named after a, you know, imagine naming your daughter like Zelda. Oh, that would be ridiculous. That'd There's be no cr- way a massive crazy. celebrity would legitimize that kind of behavior. I'm going to make a dark joke. You couldn't live with yourself. <laughs> oh, how's that? How's oh. that? Uh, terrible. Um, you have to Christ. check with the board members as to whether that stays <laughs> Five stars. Are you kidding me? I know. Ooh. What happened, Serenity Rain Lewis? <laughs> Serenity Uber Bowl Lewis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they named me after this in the worst possible way you could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. There are lots of actors in common with Alone in the Dark, as you'd expect, but we only have two uh, two repeat offenders to of note. We have um, Mike Dopard who has mm. quietly become a five-man after appearances in Alone in the Dark, Ballistic X vs. Sever, The Predator, and Postal. He always plays like anonymous army guys. Right. Yeah. I'm sure it's a very funny day on set for him. He must have a <laughs> great working relationship, and I'm sure everyone has a giggle and probably ten drinks. <laughs> I would absolutely love someone to be able to tell me as to what who was the better sort of who maintained the cinematic atmosphere on set better Uwe Boll whoever directed Ballistic X versus Sever Shane Black yeah and Uwe Boll again yeah so Uwe he's Boll mostly again. a bowler yeah, yeah that's, that's sort of what I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking Uwe probably just plies him with alcohol <laughs> he wakes up on a different set every day honestly ship oh, him into it, but... wherever they store the lights <laughs> just pack him away <laughs> They've got shipped up extras back like, there in all right, crates. I'm off then. I'm going to get put in my box and off I go. <laughs> Bring him out. We need another random army man. Yeah. Uh, well, never mind that. Because Billy Zane is now a three-man. Jeez. What oh, a yeah. what a After... noble thing for him to have accomplished. You should tweet at I him. I think so. If he's on Twitter. <laughs> I should let him know. Yeah. I feel like he won't be. He's too beautiful to be on Twitter. I agree. Um, says me, a Twitter user. However, he um, is a three-man, so maybe he's not that beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. he rocked our worlds in The Phantom. It's almost not worth including The Phantom, because mm. both Jen and I spent the entire podcast talking about how dreamy and beautiful he is. Um, and he was inexplicably unmemorable in a, um, Holmes and Watson. Like, I have no memory of him being in Holmes and Watson whatsoever, but I have 
whatsoever. Uh, but I have tried to block that entire thing out of my head. So that's wise. That's wise. Yeah. As a John C. Oh. Riley fan, I was disappointed. Oh. Fundamentally disappointed. He that's can sing really better fun. than Will Farrell. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Got to learn that. Mm. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free. No. Films a shit, mate. Uh, the film has 4% on Rotten Tomatoes, 18% on Metacritic, wow, uh, 68% on Google, sweet Christ, and was a massive flop at the box office. But because of Uwe Boll's usual box office shenanigans, he was able to use it as a tax write-off for his investors. That's what all these movies come down to. So, Chris, you ungrateful bitch. Mm, that's me. <laughs> can I Can I see your teeth? By which I mean, why blood rain, for God's sake? Yeah, I felt bad about Postal. Is why? Um, <laughs> so I thought... I uh, forgot that you were postal. Yeah, that was me. So a oh, while damn, ago, for people who are um, <laughs> One Good Thing fans who have been listening for a while, I recommended mm. Postal, the Bowl film from, I think, 2007, I think is Yes. And, yes, I believe so. Uh, I did that largely out of spite. Because I <laughs> was like, so. you know what? The One Good Thing boys have been working really hard. They've been working really diligently. Trying to find films that are, you know, that have good things in them. Can Mm. I recommend something that is so hateful, so mean, so spiteful, so unredeemably (laughs) bad that Mm. the act of looking for good things in it feels icky? (laughs) And then I, I, then I was sick the day that we were supposed to record because I had COVID. You were. That's right. Sorry, I remember all no, of this it, now. That good. was a lucky break. Yeah, well, I felt, well, I felt really bad because I was like, part of that should be on me. And uh, <laughs> I should share in that. If I'm going to subject people to some misery, I should share in it. <laughs> so this is the next best thing. Hooray! This is my way of and making it And I'm along for the ride. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, and Goodman manages to, to dodge, uh, dodge out. Uh. Um but yes, Damn. this is this is me making up for me not being on Postal. This is another <laughs> terrible film of a similar, you know, I mean, same director, right? Yeah. And oh, yeah. video game movies, so I'm, mm. I'm here for it. Uh, that is yeah. entirely why I've su- suggested this film, but also I like vampires. <laughs> so if it's going to yeah. be bad, um, it better... It better fucking suck in the best ways possible. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, suck. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's some oh, classic no. British humour right there. <laughs> classic. <laughs> it sure is. We love vampires over here. True. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, we shall come down to how that decision kind of shaped up later on. But for now, let's go over some of the finer details of the plot of this here Blood Rain. Yeah, we start with some credits that reveal some of the names we can look forward to being bored later. Yeah. The term special appearances appears on my screen, and I'm like, yes! ooh, interesting. <laughs> yes, followed by an and, if I remember correctly. It yes. was like special appearance by Billy Zane. And uh, who was the and? Uh, Michelle the Rodriguez. And it was Michelle Rodriguez. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> and Ben Kingsley, of course. Yeah. But no, special appearance by Billy Zane. That is justified. Michael Madsen, Michelle Rodriguez, and some guy walk into a bar. And they are three adventurers looking for a quest. And an unknown man, the the unknown man of the group, kills a random vampire just outright to everybody else's bemusement. Yep. And the DM is like, no, we had a whole quest. Ugh. 
What do you mean I can just you, you can just use your mirror to look at vampires? Will that be a thing that comes up later in, maybe with like reflections or n- no? No no. So <laughs> no, this wh- is literally the only time we'll mention that. What are we what are we what are we setting up? Oh, we're moving on, great. Okay, very good. Yeah, very good. Mr. That Mr. that'll very much be the theme of this particular film Ooh, is yeah. Oh, I wonder where this is going to go. Oh. Oh, okay, that it went there. <laughs> So the barkeep, who we'll never see again, is like, hey, go check out this crazy Carney performer. She has video game protagonist powers. Okay. All right. She sounds powerful. Like sounds a like video a place game. we could go. Yeah. <laughs> I love the They better be careful, though, because King Ben Kingsley is building up a big army and is worried that the video game hero might be getting in the way of that. Um yeah, so he sends off people to get her, I think, at this stage. Like, random bald dude. Uh, I think at her. this stage, she is... Uh, he finds She's out in... about her after she flips out. So... Oh, okay. Yeah, so we have our... We go to the circus, and that's all fun. Mm. And would you fucking oh, yes. believe it? The scumbag, Uabol, himself is in a shot. If oh you look God, at around notice. minute 436... He's there with a <laughs> fucking terrible wig, clapping wow. and leering like he does, wearing a digital yep. watch, <laughs> just fully in shot, Dishbag. in this fucking oh. classic like era, like uh, medieval thing or 18th century, <laughs> whoever, whatever the time zone this is supposed to be in. Um, yeah. We're introduced to God this woman that, who, when she gets uh, dripped with water, she burns, and then yep. a man starts cutting on her, and he's like. Oh, then we're going to feed her some animal blood and she'll heal it. Oh, isn't she a weirdo? And I'm like, mm, buddy, <laughs> you cut on a woman and jeered at her. That's fucking <laughs> weird. There were mothers hiding children's eyes. It was terrible. <laughs> that would be amazing if the whole crowd just took against this guy. Yeah. I feel like if in the, ele- in the Elephant Man, they just like, the terrible elephant man. And the yeah. whole crowd just look at the guy who just unveiled him and like, what is wrong with what, you? You suck. He's a human being. Yeah, they get the line. They get the famous line. <laughs> yeah, they get the line. Collectively, it's actually like a severe like reflection as we as, we as people are, are the ones who have to uphold this morality standard. Um, but no, because the audience has yeah. Uwe Boll in it, that would never happen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's yes. an Uwe Boll crowd. <laughs> yes, he's he's among the many. And unfortunately, oh, God. Uh, the human race is terrible because he exists. Yeah. Well, later that night, after after all of that, after they've all gone home, uh, she's in her cage, and then Michael Madsen creeps in and starts creepily groping her, and oh, no, that's not Michael Madsen. My actual mistake. Yeah. I could have sworn. <laughs> it's just an, a random carny. So she goes nuts and kills everyone and runs into the woods. Although, none of that happens necessarily in the order I just said. No, for no reason whatsoever. Yep. The minute it <laughs> And happened, it happens again later. Yeah, it's so... It's just like... She she's she has escaped. Uh, she's yeah. We, we for some reason as an audience are orientated to see her in a forest, and she's her breathing is laboured and weirdly erotic. Mm. And then we flash back <laughs> to literally like ten minutes ago, where yeah, she does the like... escape up until the point where she gets to. And there's not cutting between yeah. that and another location. She's no, and it's not like summarized or condensed into like a fractured memory. We just see it. It just happens. It's almost as if the uh. fight choreo- choreography was really bad, and then they've decided <laughs> to try and save it with nauseating editing, which nearly <laughs> did make me sick. 
in a very oh real God. sense. I nearly threw yes. up. It was terrible. <laughs> Not just for the art of fight choreography, but actually physically I got I got uh, nausea. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, speaking of... Well, opposite of nausea, Billy Zane appears. And is apparently Michelle Rodriguez's father and is the head of the anti-Kingsley force. But Twist... He's a vampire now, according yeah. to very subtle marks on his neck that he is not trying very hard to cover. He also is the most casual and contemporary like <laughs> character in this whole thing, where he's just like, oh yeah, whatever. I need you to bring this artifact to me. It must be protected from those who wish to use it to undermine me. To scratch that, to undermine freedom and humanity. And together we will stop this madness and bring peace to these lands, your beloved father, etc, etc. Uh, like that sort yeah, of language where everyone else is going like, thee and thou, and we, we <laughs> shall meet again when the twine, when the moon is at its apex. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, it's like the favourite. Maybe this is brilliant. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe so this is that. brilliant. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, yeah. Video Game Girl meets with the seer, Geraldine Chapman, who yeah. tells her still tells her tales of Robert Altman and the lost art of filmmaking. But also, watch out for the man who killed your mother. He's Ben Kingsley now, and you need to get this MacGuffin before he does. Yeah, do yeah. it. And also watch me in yeah. season three of The Crown on Netflix. <laughs> oh was... yeah, that too. Yeah, she's in The Crown. What a lovely woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a great oh, fortune great. teller. I should tell her incredible. fortune about how she's going to play season three of The Crown on Netflix.com. <laughs> I, I should tell her fortune. Don't worry. It's going to get much, much better than this. Everyone else is going to be doing way less compared to you. You oh, come God, out of this looking amazing somehow. <laughs> is Michael Madsen still alive? I bet he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, should yeah. he be? Yes, also. But, uh, is he doing well, any favours for himself? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So, yeah. You know, it's always uncanny when you know exactly where the placeholder music the director used to instruct the soundtrack artist comes from. Mm -hmm. So, just for the audience's sake, here's a bit of rain riding across the mountains towards the next location. And here's a bit of Hans Zimmer's music for the Ring remake. that wow it's just that uh, that i uh, <laughs> that whole music i that was the strangest thing i've ever heard uh <laughs> that that music where she's riding across i was like yeah it's like bidu 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 it's so strange <laughs> yep it's from the ring i don't know why oh, i have no God. idea why but it is clearly from the ring it is the weirdest thing ah uh, but yes, she gets to a monastery where this eye is meant to be. I think it's an eye. I think they reveal it's an eye. Yes, they the don't. eye. She's after something. Yes. And the first actual laugh of the movie for me happens when Udo Kier appears as a monk. But uh, yeah, I think about what Paul Verhoeven might have done with that casting and shed a single tear and accept that this is Uwe Boll and brace myself to be bored. And uh, aren't we bored together? There's a monster in the basement. <laughs> there is. And she has what I felt was a very Buffy-esque fight with him. In by felt... that you mean it looks like it was edited in half the time a film should be like <laughs> yeah uh, filmed like and a edited twenty four episode strong 
yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in with the 90s. similar prosthetics. The vampires do look like they've been ripped yeah. straight from Buffy. By the oh, way. they keep doing the face thing. They keep doing the Buffy face thing. Um, oh, yeah, that's a thing <laughs> that our good. main character, whose name is Rain, by the way, just in case oh, people yeah. missed that subtle, like, mm. titling. Uh, her name is Rain, <laughs> and she likes blood. Um, oh, if so, fact, so get we get jokes. Um, but, yeah, she can tell <laughs> vampires now, apparently. Maybe? Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Vampires? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she has a big fight with a big man with a hammer. Uh, and then yep. she disarms him of his hammer. So he gets another big hammer, but with spikes on it. And she disarms him uh, with that, of that. And yeah. then breaks She's... his head. Who is he employed by? The church? <laughs> I hope not, because that means he was probably a priest. And uh, oh, the no. priest and the temple are probably down a soldier that they could have used, because they seem like on the <laughs> up and up. Yeah, it's really been difficult to maintain this whole thing, because in the next room is a naughty's trap sequence that's mm. very over-designed that she has to get through. And she does, and she absorbs the power of the eye and is now no longer allergic to water. Yes. And at Thank that goodness. stage, she's able to have a conversation with the monks, including Odokir, who explains that they have been protecting the eye for centuries, feeding the troll, polishing all those spinning blades. It's been a full-on, it's been a, se- a full-on several centuries of work. It has been very hard work that you dealt with in maybe less than five minutes, Miss Rain. <laughs> so good for you. My granddad used to feed that <laughs> troll. <laughs> My father you did it. polished <laughs> blade number eight and lost many fingers doing it, but it was all worth it. Well, you did it in three minutes. You, you defeated our elaborate traps in three minutes. <laughs> but at least it taught you a very valuable lesson about teamwork. I don't know. You did so... it by yourself? I see. <laughs> oh, shit. I see. Well, it's actually we're really useless. easy if you had teammates. Like, yeah. there was a riddle in the first part. Did you, get, did you solve the riddle? What uh, riddle? I might have just gone past the riddle. There was a riddle? Fucking Jesus. Fuck we spent... There was, it's wordplay. It's very clever. Go back. <laughs> do, do, do you mind? Do you mind Go it again, back? Barry. Go again. You be Go the again. troll. No. Take some friends. Take some friends. <laughs> it's like an escape room that you've just cheated your way through. <laughs> you, just, you can literally just go up and kick the box open if you try hard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Beat up the attendant. It's against the spirit of the game, they'll say, as you walk away with the prize. Yeah, that's right. So... You're not finished yet, though. There are many other MacGuffins hidden around a diverse set of locations, each of which will provide you with the powers that you'll need to beat the next one. Uh, I'd rather spend most of this in a single location to make it easier on filming. The concept for the MacGuffins are pretty cool. They're, they oh, yes, are, it's a... They are the dead yeah. remains of a very powerful vampire. Uh, and True. Other vampires can use to uh, ignore the uh, problems of being a yeah. vampire. So it's like, oh, yes. you're uh, not allergic to sunlight you're not allergic uh-huh. to water and you're not allergic to something fire it's so video game though you could totally see like getting those power-ups and now being oh I, i'm not allergic to fire uh, to the sun now i can access that level earlier that was blocked off by that sun thing yeah exactly so i could get yeah, there conceptually it's, very it's not bad as an idea <laughs> it's very video has... gamey but stay in your lane i mean do yeah. what you do well yeah yeah well, absolutely oh also ben's her dad I think we've talked about that, but just in case. Oh, yes, yes. That's right, yes. He atta- assaulted the mum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. SA, and we don't, we don't appreciate that sort of assault. We don't uh, like we don't that like kind that. of stuff going so, on around here. Mr. Kingsley. Mr. Kingsley, so... n- none of that, please. Your wooden acting, <laughs> um, even in an SA scene, is, yeah. is inappropriate. Ridiculous hair. None of that, thing. Absolutely not. Bad. So, oh, who delivers? 
Oh, that's right. Um, Udo Kier starts giving like a, a expositional flashback of the bad guys, but twist is not a flashback. That's happening outside right now, and your oh, no. the monastery's being attacked. So yeah, there's a fight. Nothing really comes of it. But later, because oh, they don't have that troll. Oh yeah. Yeah. If they if the <laughs> if the you know temple was being attacked, they could have defended themselves with the troll man. But oh yeah, that troll was really instrumental to the to yeah, the defense yeah. strategy. Rain, you idiot! I can't believe you killed Barry. Barry was hardworking. Uh. He was a member of the priesthood. <laughs> he wrote a thesis. He <laughs> um, might have been the most fierce one of us. Yeah, and learned. <laughs> There's so much more to him than that hammer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rain gets captured and brought to Meatloaf's orgy. Yay! And, uh, Meatloaf's she... in this movie, people. And he wasn't Meatloaf's in... here! Yay! Is that a gift you laid at my feet down the stairs? How delightful. No, Leonid, she's Kagan's. <laughs> Kagan. Yeah, well, he wasn't even, what, paid? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, that Meatloaf wasn't paid for his appearance in this. Yeah, that's right. He didn't even have to. He brought his own teeth. <laughs> he just lost so, the yes. He just loves them. She bites off his ear. Yeah. And is then res- rescued by Michael Madsen and the unknown actor who killed Meatloaf with sunlight. Yeah, that cool. was worthwhile. That's yeah, that makes that's a classic vampire thing. Yeah, mm. kills him with sunlight, even though he's hiding on just as many clothes as we've seen Christiana Loken, Rain, sorry, uh, hide herself in whilst riding around to the ring music. But you're thinking when you should be off. watching. <laughs> you should be watching the boobs. So Michelle Rodriguez has some lines in a row for the first time in the movie, revealing that she's actually doing an accent. Mm, I didn't yes. realize that until this stage. I am loyal to you, Vladimir. Yet you are breaking the very laws and teachings you swore by. Your newfound fate scares me. What will happen to Brimstone in the event of battle? So, yeah, they all bond over some exposition they have and agree to work together to fight Ben Kingsley, as we all must too. Yes. <laughs> you must not be allowed to gain power. Again, this film is actually instructional. It absolutely is. We should all be Blood Rain. Yes, we all should be Blood Rain. There's a training scene... Rodriguez is obviously going to portray them to her Billy dad. Uh, they ostensibly bond. There's an awkward sex scene in which she rides his stomach for all it's worth. And it's uh, weirdly she... like, uh, or, like, or the audio for that is like straight off a porn set. It is. Yes. Intense. <laughs> well, they have the very interesting audio motif of her holding open a, a cage door and banging it shut as they sort of ride. Yeah. a curious sequence very very one might wonder mm. 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 well she gets given some nearly identical clothes and some nearly identical weapons and uh, oh yeah here we go rodriguez portrays them to her billy dad yay and uh yay all the monastery gets killed but they were away at the time i can't remember why they went off the three the Mac warriors run. three macca's run yeah <laughs> oh no we've got so many burgers <laughs> we had burgers for everyone now they're all gone these are gonna get cold what a waste oh the mcdonald's burgers mate they don't go off <laughs> yeah you, they're, they're fine they're future proof billy asked the one with just mustard nobody's gonna eat that except him <laughs> no mustard and pickles that's it it's just it's, it's extra mustard extra. and extra pickles yeah. <laughs> what kind of burger order is that i love it Look, we're gonna make some. ben kingsley eat this <laughs> 
It's garlic he's allergic to, not pickles. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> Every, Everyone's thing. allergic to pickles. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Tell you what, though. We're running mm. out of time with Ben Kingsley, so we'd best get his Saruman speech in as quickly as possible. Yeah. Scar the land, find brimstone and destroy it, bring the damn fear to me, leave no human alive that crosses you, the promise of eternal life awaits those who succeed, those who fail will find only death. We've got that set location for only a short <laughs> amount of time. Let's go, get it, get it done, Ben. <laughs> go find them, conquer everything, see you back here in five. Bye. Bye. Ben's off. Ah, uh, yeah, so... I start writing summaries of about six scenes, but they are of no consequence, and so stop writing about them. So, eventually... <laughs> eventually is the correct word. Yes, Rain goes off to find the heart alone, uh, but Rodriguez is already there. So they have an underwater fight that leads Rodriguez to getting killed by Rain underwater. So uh, Above the water. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rodriguez uh, 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 surfaces, and then Rain fucking snaps her neck. Which is oh yes, that's right. Stab yes, she gets stabbed underwater, yes. and then they come up and then get and her. then yeah. and then Ugh. drains her blood after killing <gasps> her, which is a vampire faux pas in my eyes. As a vampire, <laughs> absolutely, expert. and gains yeah, and gains her accent. <laughs> yes, that's right. Absorbs the power of the accent, but now she has it's the heart or whatever, which is a bargaining yeah. chip for big bad Ben. Yes, she doesn't absorb it straight away. She takes it to Ben Kingsley so that she can sort of kill him. Uh, but twist. They take the heart to Kingsley, but don't take her to Kingsley. It's outrageous. What? No one could have predicted this. Oh, my they goodness. put her in jail. Yeah. It's highly, highly just... Uh, it's a... What do you call it? A, a litany against them. Yes. <laughs> it's a shame on them, really. Also, um, Mazden and unnamed male protagonist who had sex with <laughs> Rain uh, get captured yes. and put in jails. Yes. They get themselves captured and arrested. And finally, this team is back together. Oh, I've missed them. Oh, the trio. <laughs> that repartee. Oh, God. She gives a stirring speech that's good enough to have Michael Madsen sleepily stir from his sitting position and decide to help out once again. Yay. Oh, and he yells out to the guard, Hey, the guy I, I was just in the cell with has disappeared. Oh, okay. Put your arms through the bars so that I can shackle you. I'll get some other guards to watch from a safe distance whilst I come in and investigate. Ah, fuck it. I'll explore my own. Yeah, I'm a thrall, which means that my brain don't work too good. I believe a vampire when he promised me immortality. I'm not that not that sharp, I'm, mate. I'm one of the peons from Warcraft. Yeah. Fra you, guard that cell. Job done. Job done. Grub time. Okay. Oh, what a great game. Anyway. Not a great game. I miss those games. I miss yeah, the RTS yeah. games. Yeah, honestly, At least I, I have Warcraft yeah. 3 reforged. Oof. Good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, anyway, final boss, Kingsley. Mm. Uh, main character is strapped to a table whilst the unnamed actor and Michael Madsen stunt double um, fight a bunch of guys. <laughs> they each get stabbed once and then they win. <laughs> That's enough. Uh, that'll do. Kingsley dies. Oh, so does Madsen and the guy who can't be named. Uh, well, uh, wonder what happened to Billy Zane. The end. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's a question before we move on to reviews of the movie. Did you play Blood Rain? No. Nor did I. I played a demo of it, I think. I think I did too. I remember liking how the character control felt, but not being... Because isn't it weirdly set during World War Two? It is. It is weirdly set during World War Two, And I say <laughs> that because this film was not set during World War Two. It was not set during World War Two. It was set back in vampire times. Yes. Which is a more boring decision. Like, honestly... 
pitching the idea of a vampire story set in World War Two is pretty cool. So I understand that the uh, the video game is based mm. on a lady called Rain who is ah. off as 2002 release and she fights Nazis mm. or yeah yes Nazi vampires Nazi vampires Nazi vampires come so on she's now. just a regular vampire and she fights right. Nazi vampires <laughs> she dislikes the the pro Aryan ideologies of the Nazi vampires the fact that they're vampires is almost immaterial she yeah, just honestly. doesn't like their um their beliefs yeah <laughs> so yeah excellent. Um, I don't yeah. know why you didn't choose to do that, Mr. Bolt. Were you hoping for more I mean, sequels? That's pretty much all of Bolt's career is, why didn't you adapt the game? You know, yeah. there's such a good premise within the game. Why didn't you do that and decided to do something completely unrelated instead? I guess if you it's don't try, odd. then you can't fail. There you go. A pretty... We weren't trying to adapt the game. No. We were just like riffing on it yeah man it's like poetry it just rhymes <laughs> it just works it does it just works it just time. works uh so what did you think of blood rain the movie cool uh my note at the end of uh my notes my final note literally says <laughs> and my final note is it's horrible yeah it's pretty bad it's very <laughs> bad um not uh the trouble with this is that the everything that would make a bad movie engaging mm. is not there yep so yes there's no that's titillation. what sucks about ball yes yep. there's no titillation there's no kind of like i can't guiltily watch this as like a, a pleasure piece where i'm like oh i get to see a little bit of booby or i get to see some yeah. like cool violence or like i get to yeah. see characters doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing it's like no yeah. this is so maudlin and boring that I know. it sucks the fun out of what is fundamentally a great premise. Woman yeah. with leather vest on is vampire. <laughs> she fights yes. Nazis and bounces around doing it. And she's yeah. hot. And hey, yeah. And we can't say anything against, you know, Christiana Loken's physicality, which no, is Christ, pretty no. on point for what you want. I mean, my God. She's but yeah, you're right. Woman. It's just, she really is. But there is just something deeply unerotic like if you look at the great sort of sexploitation directors like russ meyer mm. you know there's just there's no equivalent going on here and that's that i think is why even though there is this now great appreciation of so bad they're good movies which sees people like you know obviously tommy wiseau but james wen um neil breen that kind of thing yeah bowl has not developed that cult because his movies just aren't fun bad they're boring bad he's He's not a crazy auteur working on the fringes of society. He's a, a sci-fi TV movie director, is what he is. And he just makes stuff that's quite dull. More than that, he makes stuff that's... He makes stuff which is safe. In yes. the worst way possible. Right? So rather than... Like in Postal. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I think it's J.K. Simmons who, like... Mm. In the movie, there's a speech about how the people who died in the 9-11 oh. attacks are not heroes, they're victims. And yes. Simmons picked the post the film Postal for that speech. He's interested yes. in that concept, which is a controversial but interesting yes. idea. And it goes uh -huh. nowhere in the film. 
It's mentioned no, it's once nothing. as an offhand thing. Yeah. And that's because Bolt that is... is fundamentally safe in everything that he does. He isn't yes. interested in in actually making anything that makes you think or makes you, you no. deeply feel. He wants to kind of waste your time in a kind of yeah. miaze and be like, you know what? I he yeah. I, mm. Yeah. No, absolutely, because I think in order to be properly offensive, you do actually have to think about it. Otherwise, you're just being adolescent. You know, you're just yeah. being a sort of, you know, throwing things against the wall. Oh, we'll show terrorists and we'll do poop jokes and, you know, rape jokes and all the stuff like this. And it's just, you know, any given teenager can be as provocative as this. You yeah. know, in order to actually properly be offensive, you do have to engage with the material. And that is a fundamental thing that Uwe Boll is not willing to do. And I did just forget the wrinkle that you did actually watch Postal, didn't you? Before I did, yes. You became too ill to join us to I've discuss it. That That's movie. worse. I've watched that movie like eight times. What the hell? I've watched that movie. <laughs> it was one when I was. It was. I must have been like 2016 or something like that. I had some right. A whole bunch of like house stuff and and personal stuff mm. happened where I found myself a like six month span without internet. And oh wow, yeah, and. I had some computer, some movies on my computer. One of them was Dodgeball. One of them was Apocalypse Now. One of them was Post. Wow. And um, oh god. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, it was a time. Uh, and I, what I had time. to watch those movies kind of like back to back to back to kind of keep myself from going <laughs> insane. And it that's was, incredible. Yeah, it was a time, and it's a shame because I took the DVD player out of my uh, my computer before then. So I, otherwise, I would have just bought DVDs. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen Postal a lot, and it is wow, really, really fu- interesting when you've got like Harold and Kumar doing more edgy stuff. Yeah, exactly, because they're willing to actually go there and have some insight into the sort of cultures because they're doing jokes about being Asian American and. Yeah. You know, and things like that. And it's like, because they know, because they, they see stuff and they can say things about their community that, you know, may seem shocking to us, but are very f- funny to them. And that's, you know, that's something. And that's not something that Paul is willing to engage with. Like, you He's know, not willing to anything, engage with anything he has to say. No, like all of his stuff to do with like, you know, terrorism or Nazis or anything else is just the most surface level because he's just fundamentally not interested in putting the effort in. He's, no, he's he's not. He's yeah. also just not interested in uh he's he's not interested in making something that requires energy. Like no. he he exactly. fundamentally lacks a passion for film. And yes, you can tell that ironically. in the music <laughs> and editing. He's not even bad enough for it to be funny. No. He's not even operating at a Neil Breen sense where it's like Jesus how did this get made? He's clearly working with a professional film crew who are just being told to try their very least and yes. who f- don't feel inspired to try any harder because everything is relatively competent, moments like that excluded. And so it's just boring. <laughs> well, it's, it's That's just exactly signature. that. Exactly that. Yeah. I mean, the acting is not good. Oh, God. They have nothing to do. But that's... They have nothing to do because... But you yeah. can imagine an actor on set saying, like, seeing uh, what they can get away with with him. Yeah. Just saying the words. Being like, yeah. have like apparently, according to what I've read, um, Madsen was drunk a lot through the filming of this. Yes, it looks it. And so you can imagine him having a couple of drinks, having drinks with the director, maybe, and yeah. then jumping up on set and being like, 
barely articulating his way through a scene. Yeah, and he's the director being tired like, drunk. Yeah, it's tired drunk. And you can imagine the director yeah. being like, Uwe Bell being like, all right, check the gate. We got it. Move on. And Madsen being <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah. Are you, are you fucking serious? I did that as a joke. And they're like, no, we're moving on. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can imagine the film, the, the the fucking culture on set of everyone looking around, being like, "Oh, that's all we need to do." No one is yeah. holding us to a higher standard. No one's even holding us to yes. a good standard. They're holding yeah. us to get it done. Yeah. Move on. Deadlines are what yep. matters here. They needed to get things done by a certain time, and it's so annoying because if you give me, you know, if you get Ben Kingsley. Yeah. You know, and Udo Kier and Geraldine Chapman and Billy Zane and Meatloaf to sign up to a vampire movie. Give me a day of filming of each one. I'll get good stuff. I fucking you know, love Michelle get... Rodriguez. She's fun. Yeah, absolutely. You'll get big performances yeah. and crazy moments. But everybody is sleepwalking because fundamentally, and you see this across all of Uwe Boll's films, he does not care about character at all. He cannot pace a story. Everything feels like you're rushing to the end. And his aesthetic is this very bland 90s noughties fantasy film look, which makes the violence and nudity often quite surprising because you feel like you're watching a TV movie, like the Sword of Xanten or something, which also had Christiana Loken in it. Yeah. And then suddenly boobs or blood will show up and you're like, oh, shit, you can show that during the t- during the daytime? Oh, no, hang on a minute. I'm not watching the sci-fi channel. Sorry, yeah, sci-fi that's right. Channel. I'm Take watching it. a movie <laughs> yeah. that I've paid money to see. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Unfortunately. Hopefully you have, yeah. dear listener, if you if you have no. <laughs> made the mistake of going out and finding this this movie and, and listening to it. Though I do recommend oh. now with the new Twitter rules that we can harass the absolute hell out. I shouldn't say that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but Uwe Bolt is on Twitter. New so um, is he actually? Yeah, Good I think Lord. so. I think so. I think he's around there. Of course he would. Amazing. It's a cesspit. I live there. Um, but I have the good taste to hate myself for being on Twitter.com. <laughs> Uh, I don't it's think the Uwe only Ball responsible does. way yeah, that's to right. use Twitter. <laughs> oh god, I will say, mm. I think this might be the best Uva Bowl film I've seen because I've only seen three: Alone in the Dark, Postal, and this. I think that's right. I would say yeah, Postal is better. So. Oh, there's more going on. I would say there's Postal certainly is more going worse on. As yeah, well, but I would say you know Postal what? Maybe is Postal. It's more engaging to watch. I think you might be right. This one's more boring than Postal. Yes, I can hate Postal. And I do. Yes, it's irritating. Yes. Yes, you're right. Postal is irritating and that keeps you engaged with it. Yeah, yeah. so it's easier no, to hate. Fair. Whereas this, I think, yeah, is, this is less... This is like... um, This is... <laughs> This is like a a, a, a a white car pulling up at the front of your house and being like, oh, yeah, I guess that's just a car there. Whereas Postal <laughs> is a car crash happening out the front of your house. Yeah, and, uh, into your house. Yeah, into your house. And you go, oh, my God, something's <laughs> happening. I, I, yeah. I literally can't think of an appropriate metaphor for Blood Rain. A car pulling out the front of your house? This movie sapped my creativity. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> God. You know how sometimes a car pulls up in front of the house Jesus and you Christ. You leave that in, please. That's a terrible thing I to w- even <laughs> fucking say. What does that even mean, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a car pulling out the front of your house. It really is. <laughs> Why is it there? You don't know. Are you going to look at it again? Probably not. It's I not even that. an interesting <laughs> colour. It's white. <laughs> Can you discern what type of car is it? No. It's not yeah. even white bread because that's an insult to white bread. It's yeah. not it's even... Just, it's, it's stale water. It really is. It's nothing. It's completely unnourishing. And yet, in spite of all that, let us now consider 
the good things. Let yes. us quick fire. Quick fire. Um, I'll lead with the most petty one, which is that when the opening font comes up on the map, that was some PS3 era font. I know it's a PS2 game, but like the font itself really put me in mind of like a PS3 game of some mm-hmm. sorts with its over design because PS3 used to be quite minimalist kind of design of sort of yes. fonts. But yeah, this this really felt like a PlayStation 3 game <laughs> is the titles. I uh, really, really enjoyed the uh, Hiroshima Bosch paintings in the background oh, of yes. the intro. I was like, cool <laughs> art, uh, but it is all preceded yeah. by the words an Uwe Boll film. I know, and they've tried to sneakily slip their own production art in there as well. Yes. Like, maybe you might think there's a lady with the arm swords in the Hieronymus Bosch picture. Yeah, I um, I, I didn't <laughs> mind that, but before all of that, seeing Uwe Boll as, as the thing, it tainted it. But yeah. I, I can appreciate fine art when I see it, and I like it being leveraged to kind of set a tone. I mean, it's yes. a tone that we don't see any more of, but... I, I can yeah. acknowledge that the hardworking editors who are like, just get some classic paintings, put it together. That'll yeah. go. That'll give us a vibe. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, I'll say off that beginning, I feel yeah. like there was, I was very immediately surprised by the production value, which I assumed he must have nicked from another set. Although it, it did cost 25 million, this movie, I think. So there was some money behind it, but like the little town and all the costumes and the fact that he went to the effort of actually uh, shooting coverage, he probably got the B unit to do it, of like medieval people doing medieval things like killing chickens and the like. Um, you can like, actually yeah, see it, which it... is filmed with B because the uh, yeah. it's not as flat. They yes. actually use depth of field, <laughs> which is weird that the location shots and the, the B-roll footage is actually more interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> because it's because it's probably a team that is working. It's like okay, we've got to get these, we've got to get these shots, and they got to look good for Mister yeah. Mister Ball. And he comes in. Oh yeah, okay, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, they instinctively use some artistry in spite of being yes, warned against. In it. spite of themselves, <laughs> how dare they? How dare they think he, they're better than any human being ever? <laughs> but yes, they so, are yeah, actually more... shot well, and the production is very yeah. nice. Uh, it was shot in Romania, Whenever... I think the film yes it was and whenever there is establishing shots of like activity Mm. it always is like much more interesting footage than the rest of the movie like whenever they have to establish when they establish the circus you know there's some stuff going on and it's quite yes so yeah yeah. there's a a nice crane uh there's a nice crane Mm. shot that that drops that um yeah tracks down yeah um or tracks tracks across (laughs) and uh we get some nice lighting design and set design in the circus as well yeah yeah that's a that's a good point well done b team well done b team um, my, my, I, I really liked, uh, Ben's costume, Mr. Kingsley's costume. Oh, God. Um, it's yes. very nice and he has an ornate sword. Uh, it's very yes, fancy. Does. Uh, it does remind me, I... It's like a rapier. It is a, a, a rapier, uh, uh yeah. with a gold, like, uh, stylized hilt. And it does yes. remind me of my old vampire LARPing days. I think I've seen oh, a beautiful. person in that costume before, which is great. Um, because, ben Kingsley cosplay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he <laughs> even had the like ponytail uh, down the back of his neck. Yeah. But yeah, leather and like Gothic-inspired Victorian-era shit. I love it. I'm about yeah. that. That's my, my, my niche, man. That's my, that's my whole aesthetic. Well, one of my whole aesthetics, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the looks you can go to. Yeah, that's right. It's one of my go-tos. When the mood strikes you. It's in the the closet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Some of the Carney Massacre looked pretty good. In fact, in general, 
It's really weird, this, because the, the violence in the movie is mostly practical effects, and there's some very good moments of, like, blood spraying everywhere yes. and good stuff. It's incredible that Bull manages to make that boring, because he keeps doing it the exact same way. There are so many people who get their, like, stomachs sliced open with swords, and then blood flies everywhere, and it's the exact same, like, shot. I don't think it is literally the same shot, but it is the same shot they have set up for every time it happens and you do get bored yes. of this kind of incredible violence it's really strange but early on there were moments where i could appreciate it before can, it got repetitive can i propose that maybe they had the same prosthetic over and over and yeah. over and they just the uh, same rig yeah i think uh yeah i think bowl is a great <laughs> study and don't apply to malice what you could apply to um incompetence, incompetence. you're right um <laughs> and and how we actually hate that maybe more um the uh, one good thing um i really like the fortune teller who gave us a fucking huge yeah. um info info dump but um yeah, was, yeah. was really really articulate she was at this point the most articulate character everyone else had kind of mumbled yeah. their way through their lines but she spoke yep. clearly and uh yeah. and and set tone and had uh uh yeah even even pace to her language um which yeah. i'm sure frustrated mr bow but <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, it was it was engaging. Uh, I don't typically go really for a was. huge info dump, but it was interesting to go like, oh, okay, so the reason why you are what you are is because you're the the yeah. child of a vampire and a human person, and that makes yeah. you a dampier. And and he the your dad is big and bad and evil, and you should probably yeah. go off and kill him. My tales hold some truth. I see. There was a man. A man, Kagan. Kagan's not a man. He's a vampire, and you are his creation. He killed my mother. Dumb fears are rarely a product of a happy union between a vampire and a human. Absolutely. And, like, it's just Geraldine Chapman. She's so... She's so good because, like, yeah, she feels like she's engaging with the character. She doesn't feel like she's been put on a set and is saying her lines to a vacant space, which is what everyone else feels like. Yes. She actually engages and, like, feels like she's responding. And she did put me in mind of her character from Nashville a little bit and mm. just the way she sort of excitedly jumps in to try and talk to her it yeah it, it got me so yeah congratulations to her and standing out hmm. um meanwhile my one is an actor who is pretty bad in this but i will always just find him charming anyway mm. is billy zane yeah who really like you say there's nothing about his performance that suggests he is um doing a period piece which is a shame because he's usually pretty good at period he was in sally potter's orlando he was in um you know, Titanic, of course, you know, he's usually pretty good at feeling like a man at a time. And the, even the Phantom. But yeah. yeah, here, in fact, yeah, Holmes and Watson as well. He very rarely plays contemporary actors. He makes sense in the past. Um, even in Twin Peaks, actually, he shows up as this like, kind of foppish old-fashioned guy. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he, he, he makes no effort in this, and yet still he's there delivering his lines. He looks bored, and I still find him quite charming. I, I propose that he functions a similar way to when Uwe Boll um, is interviewed in Postal by the guy who... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that scene. Um, the, yeah. The guy who's sharing the stage with Boll, um, I, I think Zane and him have this common thing of they're probably involved, like they are working together in in a way that just allows them to fucking do whatever the fuck they want and Boll yeah. isn't really behind the camera, doesn't really care at this point and it's just like... Do whatever you want, mate. Yeah, it's funny. I'm, it, <laughs> it's great. Probably it. You and he wasn't. He, I don't think he appears in much of the rest of the film. So he's just like, 
he wouldn't know the tone for the rest of the film and he's he's helping out with production yeah. uh, sorry distribution so um mm. i'm sure he's like oh it's a campy silly vampire film great i can sell those <laughs> uh and yep. he's playing that way and then probably turned around and went what the fuck was everyone else doing um, yeah <laughs> what movie were you in yeah exactly <laughs> uh my next good thing uh, is the yeah. next snap after the water fight Oh. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's a really quick. It's I I I feel as though Bo wasn't on set because it's quick. Yeah. It's efficient. It's like classic kind of like neck snappy, right? Where the body <laughs> yeah. and the actors don't actually do the thing that they need to do. But yeah. Uh, in that kind of classic '90s, 2000s action, even '80s, like you know, you can imagine Schwarzenegger doing something like this, right? Where it's just yeah. a crack moving on. And Rodriguez dies. And it's like, oh, oh my goodness. That was quick and and savage. And and then she gets her blood drank, which is cool. That's vampire stuff. Yeah. They had to heal the wounds. We set up a thing. We paid it off. Woo. Look at that. Filmmaking. Yeah. Which makes me think it was B-Team that that did that scene. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, she's not going to be overly sentimental just because, you know, it's a main character. Like, you know, it's still a fight to the death and she's going to do what she's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I enjoyed the footage, in spite of how weird the music is, I enjoyed the footage of horses going over mountains. It just, it's very Lord of the Ringsy for me, and Romania is a gorgeous country, so it got me into the fantasy mindset. So, yes. well yes. done for that. Uh, <laughs> the thing I quite enjoyed, uh, very early on, the the, cost, the hunters, um, the, the trio, the, the, um, oh, yeah. Rodriguez, who else was it, um, uh, Rodriguez, Madsen, and the guy who wasn't there. The man That's who wasn't right. there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Uh, Sebastian. Yes, the character's name is Sebastian. The actor's name is yeah. Matthew Davies. Um, he, yeah. uh, all three of them have cool costumes. They got trench coats. Yeah. I, I, yes, lo- that's I love true. a vampire hunter in a trench coat. That's a fucking yep. cool thing, man. More of those, please. It, it, Bring back the night. Put me in mind of... It put me in mind of Van Helsing. Yeah. You know, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. 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 Classic movie. Um, okay. A creepy visual. And again, this isn't an establishing shot, so it might have been B. Mm-hmm. Almost certainly. It, at Meatloaf's Orgy, there was a woman in a full sort of Victorian dress, a nice dress, shackled with her one arm up and the other arm is hanging down by her side, cut open, and the vampires are using her as a kind of like... Um, you know, like a beer barrel kind of situation. They're just using her hand as like a tap. Yes. And holding a, a mug under it to collect some blood and then taking it away. That was a creepy visual. It made me wonder who she was. You know, mm. why is she wearing such a nice dress? You know, was she lured here? You know, what's going on with her? Was, was she one yeah, of the creepy. other people that Meatloaf had in, in his orgy and now she's been disposed yeah. of? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It, it's a cool idea mm. that um, if you have vampires, you probably need to have humans uh, to to kind of yeah. counterbalance the the whole morality thing, not just vampire hunters. Um, yeah, I I kind of love yeah. that aesthetic as well of like hum- uh, vampires reducing humans to like usable things. I think is a really cool trope in vampire stuff. So I I really appreciated that stuff as well. It was great. It was, and just the image of her like just being just hanging there, you know, in her nice dress, just sort of stood there. It just put me in mind of like Night of the Hunter, the scene mm. where like um is it Shelley Winters or something? She's like under the water in her car. And it's just really eerie, like just drifting there dead. Mm. Like, yeah, it's kind of creeping me out. I really, bit. yeah, that was a good, good, yeah. good part. I really, <laughs> uh, I thought the uh, thrall, my companion is gone. 
um, mm. which I believe oh, yeah. uh, was... Um... Michael Madsen, I think, says Yeah, Madsen says that, to, to escape the dungeon. My companion is gone. I don't know what's become of him. Um, it was such yeah. a shitty line um, yes. and deli- delivered so funny. And I believe the sound effect where the, the, the friend drops down to kick the thrall guard in the chest is a fairly kinetic yeah. sound effect. <laughs> it's such a cheesy thing. In uh-huh. a less violent film, it would be perfect. This is, that is exactly <laughs> the sort of thing that you actually want to see, those kind of cheesy, yeah. funny escapes where you're like, oh no, my friend's Absolutely. gone. And then he's in the roof and he drops down and kicks <laughs> him in the chest. Great, yeah. fantastic. And they escape. Um, I, Absolutely. I, it's a bit I of old good. adventuring fun. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, when she gets her sword broken during training, of all things, the sword mm. breaks, and she gets a bit sentimental. You know, it's all very overwrought, of course, and we get flashbacks of the friend who gave it to her, who was this, who was this circus performer who was inexplicably performing with these sort of weird blades. Nevertheless, it, it was a moment that related her to her past and that act of kindness, and the person she accidentally killed as well. Yes. Um, yeah, there was the potential there for a, a warm moment that was not quite earned by the film and yet nevertheless maybe that was one of the throwbacks from um genevieve genevieve uh, genevieve turner's script maybe that was one of the the 20 percent that survived yeah Yeah. that's right (laughs) so yeah billy zane saying stop throwing things at me i assume you were expecting this message from brimstone from catherine you stop throwing things at me it was very mild because someone had just basically thrown a head across his table and then just threw like a pen at him yeah and they stopped throwing things at me um, Rain lies to her friends about Catherine's portrayal. Uh, you know, Robert, uh, Michelle Rodriguez portrayed them, um, but she decides not to tell them that. She decides to tell them that she probably died fighting for their cause. Yes. That was sweet. It was a sweet moment. Good idea. Like yeah. Um, and the moment where she's got blood rain on the bottom, she screams and she stabs upwards at Ben Kingsley, who goes, Bleh! Yes. And it's very nearly silly enough for me to be having fun when that happens because they're both going very big. <laughs> it, I think it feels big because everything else has been tiny. Yeah. And it doesn't doesn't get there. <laughs> my, my last one is um, around the 41 minute we're with, we're with um, Meatloaf and he's trying to get the eye, the artifact that allows you to resist water um, oh, from yeah. rain. Uh, he mm. says, Give it to me, I'll rip it out of your face! Which is a great yeah. line. And he delivers oh, it with yeah. such like camp <laughs> ferocity that I'm like, yes, Love this it. is what the whole movie should be. Um, <laughs> I think he does, he, you can play it, but like it's a, uh, uh, give it to me. I'll rip it out of your face, sort of thing. And I'm like, whoa, that is a that is a, a desire right there. I love it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Cool moment. <laughs> love it. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, it just occurred to me. I don't have a goodman here to find out what the OG team had to say about anything. Oh, no. So we'll I have to find out what the... I got to do that. Uh, the OG yeah. team feels. OG. OG team. Sorry, I've just. Oh dear. Twitter has already become a deeply unpleasant place to go. Oh, good. I've just... Yay. Um, it's, it's... Oh, God. It's my friends. I hate this. I have people on Twitter I like a lot. But what they do is they respond and like and quote tweets from people who are awful so they can call out how terrible they are. Ah, yes. The disadvantage being I need to... It means I have to see the terrible thing. 
hot take, quote tweeting, sucks. Try not to yeah. do it as often. Yes, please. Yeah. Especially if it's things you hate. Yes. Most of the I time, really it's not great. I really do seeing that. <laughs> okay, to the safety of OGT. Here we go. Um, right, yes. Uh, Bloatbusters podcast got in touch to say, it made me more aware of the video game, which was campy fun and totally aware of what it was. I can't give you more... Uh, than that, as I've never seen it because, well, it's an Uwe Boll film. Yes, yes it is self, uh, self-prescribing self in that sense, isn't it? It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's going to put you off. Yeah, that's absolutely fair enough. And yes, it, it would have to be campy fun, right? It's a movie where you fight against Nazi vampires. It's hard to do that stoically and in a deep and dark brooding way. So, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Um, BT Calloway oh. says, I've seen this, but can't remember anything that stands out. Her Tomfa Blade things are cool. So that's what they're called. Mm, interesting. Okay. Thank you for that. Important context. Go over to the relative safety of Facebook. Uh, meta, I should say, I suppose. No, no, let's keep calling mm. it Facebook. If we call let's it Meta, to... he wins. <laughs> we can't have that. Oh. I'm not having another billionaire win. <laughs> We've had it far too Far too many They've had it easy for far too long. I say we change that <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's Jennifer Sones replying to the scream. Don't worry, we did get it in time. Okay. Nope, nothing on any of that man's uh, social media platforms. That just leaves our delicious Patreons. Uh, I mean, I don't know how they taste. A uh, good. I do. I can. I <laughs> as, as a vampire lover, okay. I can tell you that they taste delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean our Patreon is just a, a way of us screening people to then subsequently feast upon? Yeah. You're out of your mind. No way that's true. I'd know. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, yes, we have got one. We've got uh, Luke. Oh, God. Um, how do you say your name? Uh, Luke Ciancio. I'm going to say. Oh, God, I'm so sorry if that's wrong. Um, says, so this was my first Uber Bowl film, and I can safely say I have no idea what was going on at any point. Are they all like this? I have three good things. The Romanian countryside, mountains and castles were absolutely stunning. Agreed there. The one time the tone of the dialogue in this film really worked for me was when Davis and Madsen trick the frawl into thinking one of them has disappeared. Just the way that Madsen delivers the line about his companion being gone is perfect. Okay, so Luke very much getting inside of our heads. And Billy Zane's line, stop throwing things at me, had me a complete dead in a complete deadpan made me laugh a lot. Also, you'll make him a three-minute at this rate. So there's Luke uncannily predicting our reactions to films. There we are. We are one. <laughs> we are one uh, group here. We are all thralls to the to the film, hey. the OGT uh, team. We're all just in the OG team, and I think it's about time. Right. A uh, brief word. Then, do you have a one better thing? The one better thing. One better thing. The one better thing. A one better thing. The one better thing. I didn't even prepare one. Let me remind myself. Of... <laughs> I didn't either. I'm scrolling for a list of vampire movies to try and remind myself of yeah. something. I will say, if anyone hasn't, for whatever reason, I'm always amazed at the things that are getting old as I age. And yes. if there are any young people listening who didn't, for whatever reason, go back and watch the Blade trilogy, I think I'd recommend all three, even the third one. I think they're just good fun. I mean, the first one, you've got Steve Norrington. It's a very underrated, I think, um, relatively serious vampire movie that's still a superhero movie that holds up really well. And then the second one is Guillermo del Toro. Obviously, you need to watch that. And then the third one, 
God, oh no, I hope it's not Brett Ratner who directed it. I think it might be. Mm. In spite of that, I still really enjoy it. You've got Ryan Reynolds trying out for Deadpool in his early years. And um, no, it was David S. Goya who directed it because he had a massive fight with um, Wesley Snipes. That's right. So in spite of the troubled production of that movie, I think it still is quite a lot of fun. Obviously the weakest of the three, but nevertheless, give it a watch. For your vampire hunting needs. Yeah. You gotta have some vampire yeah. hunting. Um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna suggest uh, something. Usually, you know, uh, I I I like to think that I try to watch like generally pretty pretty good films. Um, mm. now after subjecting myself to quite a lot of shit, um, during that that brief period of time where I didn't have access to good films, <laughs> or any films. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> there's a couple that I I might recommend. Um, but I think the one that is going to take it for me is. Uh, okay, I'm going to suggest two, if I may. Underworld, the 2003 oh, yeah. film, because while it's not good at all, mm. it does have a very clear aesthetic. And that aesthetic oh, yeah. is of that era. Like, it's a kind of timeless yeah. film. Oh, it so is. Right? It, it, like, it's post-Matrix, but it's so, like, goth. Like, yes. naughty's goth. Yes. Yeah. It's Big it's, time. It's very much what I grew up on as my, like, aesthetic. Yeah. I was the guy with the long leather trench coat. Yes, that was yes. me. I, I was the yeah. guy who played, like, Vampire the Masquerade and was, like, edgy edgelord kind of guy. Um, <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, I thought that was being mature and an adult, and I was very wrong. <laughs> But I think the the film that I will go to is Vampire Hunter D, the anime. Oh, yeah. It's an anime film, and it is about a uh, vampire hunter who I believe is Mm. also a vampire from memory and goes off to fight a big bad vampire. And it is uh, Vampire Hunter D has a talking uh, creature in their hand, which makes wisecrack jokes. And that's all this. And it's great. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's beautifully animated. But that's all this film yeah. needed to be. Pick something. Pick a genre. Pick a tone. <laughs> Do it well. Yeah. Is it serious? Is it about sexual assault? And does that have a like place in this film or, or whatever? But yeah, Vampire Hunter. Oh god. Dead. Good Just movie. Have a character. Check it out. Have a character to experience the things that you are that you are putting you know subjecting them to. It will really help. Yeah. But yeah, Vampire Hunter D. And I remember I had a... I don't know if it's a follow-up because the world of anime can be uh, quite chaotic in that sense. But what was the the one that was... Um... Oh, God. It came out shortly after. I just had it, but now it's gone. Not Helsing. Blood... No, Bloodlust? Bloodlust. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. I think it was about them trying to get inside of this big castle, if I remember correctly, and they just sort of fight their way in. Nevertheless, I remember watching both of them the same day when I was a teenager and really enjoying both. Yes. So, um, but yeah, that first Vampire Hunter D is a solid one better thing. The one better thing. Okay, Chris, how can people find out about your endeavors? About what? About how to get more? How to get more of your blood? People can join me in the hellscape that is Twitter.com <laughs> at bonding, bonding Chris is, I believe, my Twitter handle. Yep, Bonding Chris. Uh, people can also check out the Roll to Cast channel. That's R O L E to Cast, not R O double L, but R O L E, Roll to Cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and join yep. me, Sean, Ellen, and Phil as we play role playing games in different settings. And uh, yeah, have a good have a good old time. And the illustrious 
Paul Goodman composes the music for most of those seasons. <laughs> so uh, he, he's a very good young man. I wish him all the best. Uh, if you're listening, Paul, which you should <laughs> oh, yes. be, of course, you should be listening listening to your own work of to course. analyze and, and contrast. Um, but yeah, mm. and if you're in the Adelaide area, I, I direct things. So I direct film and, and mm. theatre, so probably come see a show of mine or whatever at some point. Absolutely. Whenever I get around to it. We're also doing a live show for <laughs> Altercast in the Adelaide Fringe, um, <gasps> oh, which yeah. will be cool. So uh, if you're in Adelaide in February or March, come see me in the flesh at Roltercast Live as part of the Adelaide Fringe. I think that's all the important things, isn't it? I think so. That's, that's my good. life concisely yeah. summarised on the internet. <laughs> or my life on the internet yeah. concisely summarised. Whichever way we want to yeah. wrap that. Yeah. You've got to develop the elevator pitch for your entire existence. Yes, that that is life under capitalism, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to know about literally everything I do, um, just uh, ask yourself why. Why that? You know, this was good, wasn't it? Just leave it at this. Yeah. We had this beautiful moment together. Let's just leave it there. But if you absolutely insist, um, you can find me at Salty Film on Twitter. Uh, we're obviously OGT. That's all you need is OGT pod. Type it into everything and you should be able to find out about us. You can't do one good thing because our SEO still is mostly taken up by that lady with her gardening blog. And I hope that none of you are taking it upon yourselves to try and intimidate her into giving up her um, domain because that won't be on. No, that would be terrible. Don't do that, audience. Don't. Don't do that. Don't. God, it would be terrible if they could actually see me winking right now. Yeah, that would be dreadful. Oh, God, they might. Oh, They They might might actually do it. Do it. Do it. I don't know why I repeated that word three times, that phrase three times, but I did. That's fair. I can't edit it out either. No, no. So, and that's my statement saying I don't know why I did it legally protects me from any harassment yeah. that I've encouraged through that. <laughs> Absolutely, it does. Mm. I'm Paul. Don't know why I do that. And I've been Crunchy Vampire Boy <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitch. Yeah, coming soon apparently. On on Quibi. Yeah. And remember. The one quibby thing about <laughs> God Almighty, this is deteriorating. <laughs> about Uva Bowl's blood rain is uh, what's the United States? Is Romania is just as a country really hot? Yeah, it really is. <laughs>